Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast with me, Kenzie Elizabeth. Today's episode, we have Erica Boschko on. Erica is actually my favorite person in the world. I feel like I say this in every episode, but really she is. She is someone that I literally like prayed for in my life for so long. I sent her a text about this the other day and I literally cried. I love her. She um, works at Zoe. She's on staff. She's just the best person ever. Everyone loves her. She gives me the best advice. She's just like someone that I really, really look up to and I love her to death so i'm so excited you guys take notes listen like anything that she has to say like really really listen to it because she knows what she's talking about and again she's the best person in the world i'm just so happy that she could be on here like seriously i cannot say enough good things about her so love you erica um, i hope you guys enjoy this episode and let's get started hey erica hi i'm so excited for you to be on i'm excited to be here Erica is one of my favorite people ever. I've already introed her, so I'm not going to talk about this for forever. But thank you so much for coming on. Seriously, it's like my you're like one of my favorite people, if not my favorite person. Oh, so. I'm I'm very excited to be here. No, thank I love you. This. Do you want to give thanks? Do you want to give a little one minute background on yourself? It doesn't have to be a minute, just like a little background. Yes. Um, well, I'm Erica, which has probably been said. <laughs> Three times. <laughs> I'm born and raised in Los Angeles, and uh, I have a little 10 month old baby named Mila. She's and, so cute. Um, I have an awesome husband named Roman. We live uh, right here in West Hollywood. I do creative for Zoe, and I have a good time. How I'm a fun time? mom. I'm not a regular mom. Yeah, she's not a regular <laughs> mom. She She's really not a regular mom. <laughs> Mila wears these really cute, like, velvet bows. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. I, I'm i the bow mom, and I didn't think I would be, yeah. but she has weird hair, so you just got to be honest <laughs> with yourself. <laughs> I remember being a blue bottle. We're drinking blue bottle right now, but I remember yeah. being a blue bottle, and you're like, Kenzie, like, I just don't know what's going on with her hair. That's really concerned. <laughs> it's the things that no one wants to say, but I'll say it. it she looked like an old man with just the bottom part of the yeah. hair yeah i did it for her you really did it for her yeah you know who you remind me of i don't think you even know who she is but i was talking to someone else about this the other day do you know who lauren elizabeth is i feel like i know that name okay so she's the vlogger slash she does like a billion things but you were like the the you're you guys are different but you have like very similar personalities and like sarcasm like i don't know how to describe it you know she's really cool but it's just really funny you guys remind me so much of each other have you ever been compared to someone and you're like in your head you're like nah, it's a hard no like i don't yeah i don't think that 
No, this one, I don't think, I think if you heard her humor, I think you were more, like, toned down a little bit for sure. Like, you're a little bit just more toned down, but, like, the, like, just, like, the, like, infliction in your voice when you say things, like, she would say that, like, I'm not gonna lie to myself, like, I'll be honest, like, you guys are very similar in that way. Okay, so we're gonna do Hot Seat. Oh, Oh my gosh, I've never played Hot Seat with you. No. I have heard Hot Seat been played, and I always like to egg it on, Mm -hmm. and then I, like, strategically leave the room. Yeah, that's what I actually do. I'm the instigator. Yeah, no, Erica actually started the program that I go to, Yeah. so changed my life, changed my life, but we... They really, Nate just kind of let me run a little bit wild with Hot Seat in ZLC. It just become a thing. It's like yeah. a weekly thing we do oh, yeah. now. Yeah. No, and I do the same thing. Like, people will ask me questions, or I'll ask them questions, and then they'll ask me the exact same question, and I'll be like, no comment, gotta go. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, I like to instigate, I don't like to answer. Let's do this. I'll so answer. we're here. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. These aren't like crazy. I'm like, I just got competitive. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm against no one. Like, it's just me. <laughs> You're, like, competitive, but for literally no reason when you read these questions, you're going to be like, oh, okay. All right, first one. What do you admire most in people? Loyalty. <sighs> Me too. I love totally. that. Loyalty. Is this, like, one-word answer? Yeah. Or, well, okay. you, you can go into that if you want to expand. Um, I mean, I think it's self-explanatory, yeah. but I just feel like I want to be around people that I know are loyal through and through um, because I really feel like that's who I want to be to people. And so loyalty would be, like, my most top thing. Yeah, I agree. I think also loyalty, like, if you're an all-in person, like, that's also, like, goes under that. So I love that. Okay, number two, what is a misconception you feel like people have of you? People might think that I'm not as sensitive as I actually am toward in terms of my feelings. So I can be strong and I can be assertive and I'm a leader, but I'm actually like pretty sensitive. I would not think you were sensitive. Yeah. Wow. I got I have like tough skin. Yeah. And I can take it, but if I mess up, I'm like pretty hard on myself. And yeah. I, I get like really sensitive about it. And Roman's gonna remind me like, you got this, you're a boss. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like no, I feel like I kind of am that way as well. Like, people wouldn't really... Or they would think that. I don't know. I feel like it depends on who it yeah. is, though. I don't know. Okay, third question. This could go... Have you ever taken, like, the personality test? Yes. Did you go through growth track? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, so, like, I'm asking what your personality type is, but if you don't have, like, a test answer, just, like, explain it. Like, what would you okay. describe? It told me that I'm the entertainer. <laughs> on 16 personalities uh-huh. which I like don't all the way agree with but I think like a part of my personality is the entertainer yeah. so it's like the person that's like they come into the room and they have a lot of energy and they're outgoing and all of that which I think I've evolved into but I I feel like as a whole I don't know if I'm like all the way the entertainer but I'm always like whatever the most headstrong one is is me yeah um I'm generally the one that's like slightly more extroverted slightly more assertive and then i'm always like the emotional aspect of it and not the logical aspect of it yeah that's me actually that's very me i (laughs) i will make really impulsive decisions i'm the protagonist which i have not even like done enough research into that right now to like no but on the other one i'm the achiever and i was like oh yeah that that one makes sense you're like noted yeah i'm like okay yeah that sounds like me okay so 
we're gonna be talking about some things that I've learned from Erica. I feel like in my life, if I learned anything, it's either from you or Nate. Oh my probably. God. <laughs> no, but this is I know I've talked about this on the podcast, so I'm just gonna give a little brief I'm not a bio, a little story. Great. I don't know why I can't speak. So this summer when I was touring, I was going crazy. Like I was just not like I don't know, I think my bad work habits came back because I wasn't at the office every day, mm-hmm. pretty much, which is like the best thing to happen to me. Even I was I was telling Erica this the other day. I was like, you know how there's like high school heroes? I'm gonna be a ZLC hero. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like not gonna leave. Like everyone's like ready to graduate. But they're ready to graduate because they're not actually that's not true. People are not ready to graduate. But anyone who's ready to graduate, it's because they like want to like move on and do yeah. other things. Yeah. I'm already like doing what I want to do. Right. So if I could just do ZLC for like ever, yeah. I'm like, that's fine. I actually I did a very similar program and I felt the same way. Yeah. I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah, I'm like, I love this. Let's run it back. No, literally. Oh, yeah. Everyone's gonna be like so far past it. <laughs> I'm gonna like be sneaking in for like chapels and stuff. I'm basically in the grown-up version of my yeah. program. So you basically are. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna just be like move into the office at that point. Yeah, I'm just perfect. gonna be there every single day. I'll be like, Erica, do you need anything today? Like, and you're gonna be like, no. And I'll be like, no, really, like anything. Like, I can, uh, bathrooms need to be clean. Like, take my laptop. Then. <laughs> no, really. But, anyways, we got coffee and I was just like, I was basically just going crazy, I think. I was just losing my mind. But the thing that you said to me that like I, that resonates with me the most, you were like, okay, that's cool. But like, what's going to happen when you're 23 and this is 10 times bigger and you're like going to be so burnt out that you're just going to be over it Mm -hmm. and I was like dang and something I just thought about now that's crazy actually is that I went to ZLC so I could have a strong foundation before anything got bigger so it's crazy that that was said I never thought about it like that but you were just the best person I know at like reinventing yourself and that was like basically the conversation that we had and since then you've done teachings and stuff I feel like I got the like foreshadow of that like I got the notes first (laughs) sorry guys suck um so do you want to just like expand on that you have so much knowledge on reinventing yourself I I think you reinvent yourself in a few ways sometimes you're forced to reinvent yourself because something's not working like the conversation we had, like nothing in that time was working. You yeah. felt like you were like up against a wall. Okay, well, reinvent how you do that. Reinvent how you see that. Reinvent how you think about that. Mm-hmm. You reinvent yourself to grow before you have to, which yeah. is just evolving into something else. And I think that it just takes security in who you already are to examine the areas that you want reinvention it's not reinventing who you are at your core because i am going to be who i am anywhere i go but now i am erica and i also have another mindset of i'm a mom and i'm a wife and i'm a friend and i'm a pastor and i'm a mentor all these things and so i feel like it takes a lot of security in who you are to decide that you're going to try something new yeah yeah this just always reminds me pastor chad says this all the time he said that this morning but he was like your systems are designed for the outcome you're receiving is that it he says this all the time this is something that like i should definitely have memorized but that is so so true yeah and that's been something that i'm like okay wait if i don't know like what I'm getting out of this or like not what I'm getting out of this just like what's happening from this it's like well obviously there needs to be made a change yeah and it's like also at that point it's like there has been times where I'm like I'm so glad that didn't happen because if it would have happened I wouldn't have been able to handle it yeah or what would have come of that would have not been good for me like this the things that you like really think are 
what you want at the core like it's actually not like even looking back at like before I started DLC and I'm like thank god like this didn't happen because I would have never ended up at DLC and mm-hmm. I'm like I'm so much happier now that I'm there and this is the last when I meet when I say this is the last thing I imagine myself doing I can't even like Totally. I, no, I can't even like stress that enough. I can't ex- like it was the last thing that I would have ever seen myself doing, especially when I moved out there. So I just don't like I don't know. I think especially like when I was younger, I was so like this is what I want to do. This is how I'm gonna do it. This is who I am. This is what I'm gonna be. And like again, like who I am has not changed. But it's also like being okay with the fact that like I don't actually have to want what I wanted a year ago that doesn't mean that I like failed at something it's Mm -hmm. like that just isn't what I really want anymore like there's so many things that I wanted and I'm like I know like even if you paid me like even if it was like a six-figure deal at this point I wouldn't take it you know and you know what's interesting I was thinking about this the other day um I was talking to someone and um he owns a boxing gym and so we started talking oh is that creative night yeah and um he had said like I have been in this for years. And if you would have told me, I think he said like nine years ago that I was doing this, I would have never believed you because this isn't what I wanted to do in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, But there was some key characteristics in him that you always wanted. He always wanted to be successful. And so he's finally in a place where he feels like he owns a boxing gym and, he, and he's successful and he's doing an amazing job. But that was nine years in the making. Mm-hmm. And we live in such an instant yes. gratification culture and a generation uh, where if you're not getting the results that you think that you should have, then you just, you need to move where you're at and go somewhere else. But the reality is, is that you will follow yourself wherever you go. Yes. And so if you can't reinvent yourself in point A, when you go to point Z because you're bored, you are going to end up wanting something else when really there's probably just things in you that you could adjust to carry you through consistently to get you where you ultimately wanted to go. Yeah. And I think that reinventing yourself helps you stay consistent. And it doesn't, like, I think that we shouldn't be surprised. Like, I heard the other day, um, I was watching Netflix, and um, I don't remember what was, this guy was a producer on a show for like 35 years. And I just thought to myself, like, I don't, could I stay somewhere for 35 years and not get bored? And my husband Roman was like, well, I bet that he did other things within the 35 years. He wasn't in the same role, but he was in the same company. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's, I think that we just want to be so successful and it's like, well, just stay in the same place and then reinvent yourself where you're at and let yourself navigate through. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. When you were talking about how like, I don't know exactly what you just said that brought up a conversation I had yesterday, but, oh, like, just staying in things, essentially. Yeah. But, okay, how do you know... I have have two things. I'm, like, going on a tangent. How do you know when it's, like, okay, this system isn't working or, like, versus, like, this isn't where I'm supposed to be? Mm -hmm. Like, how would you, like, navigate that? The system isn't working if it's not producing the results that you want. So that's just, like like return on investment that's basic what do you want from it okay i want my husband's a freelance um designer 
So he wants X amount of retainer clients. And the way that he gets them is by a relationship. And he gets them through, maybe he goes through an agency and his goal is six retainer clients a month. Okay, well, if the following month you've only had three retainer clients, clearly your system is not working. You have to change that to get the results you want. So that's like a very practical way of doing mm -hmm. something. It's the same thing as like, I don't know that you want something if it's in your head and not out of your mouth. So yeah. you think it is same for relationships. I'm seeing this person. I kind of want to date them. I'm not really sure. They don't, you know, they don't really know what I want. Well, have you told them what you wanted? No. Okay. Well, newsflash, he's not a mind reader, you know? So <laughs> same thing, communicating expectations. So I think in that way, like you have to know what you want yeah in order to understand your system's not working and then the second thing is how do you know what did you say how did you know how do you know so like let's say i'm going after something mm -hmm. and it's not working out but then like i think i have the question of like is this what i'm supposed to be doing or am i just need do i just need to change the system so like exactly. what how do i know if it's what i'm supposed to be doing or not do you see what i'm saying that's a, such a good question yeah see i think it could be answered in two part i think Obviously, like, I'm someone who I believe that God gave you a brain and he gave you yeah. the Holy Spirit. And I think that you know in your knower and, and <laughs> you could essentially say the Holy Spirit is just like your gut feeling. Yeah. And so you go with your gut, but also think with your brain. So it, I'm, I'm not saying go with your feeling all the time because your feelings are real, but they're not true all the yeah. time. So you may feel a certain way and you have to back that up with fact and then make a decision. So if you're like, if you're discouraged because you're not seeing something, uh, you have to back up with fact. How, how is that a reason to quit? Yeah. Is it a reason to move somewhere else? Do I want to move because I'm bored? Do I want to move because I'm insecure because I might have to change the way I do this? all of those questions. So take your feeling, examine your feeling, add fact to it, then make a decision. And then obviously wisdom is in the multitude of counselors. You have to invite people in your life that can help you make a sound decision because sometimes you can get all jacked up in the rabbit trail of your brain. And first thing you were didn't know what kind of coffee you wanted and then you let that go into you don't know who you are in life you know like <laughs> you can take yourself that yeah. way if you're not careful yeah so i think fact over feeling and make sure you have people in your life that can honestly help you make a decision yeah that's really good thank you yeah okay when you were talking about like you are going to follow you like the things that are in you or like just going to keep following you yesterday I was in the office and I was talking to someone and I like asked him about I think I asked him I don't even remember we were talking about like how he proposed to his wife whatever he gave me this whole like long good story um and he was talking about uh, like one point he was like trying to break up with her because like there were things <laughs> there were like issues that he were like being brought out because yeah you know like you're in a close relationship with someone and there's like insecurities or the things that you haven't like dealt with i was listening i think this was i don't know who this was but someone said like 
the right person like brings out the right dysfunction like just things that you have oh. to like work on and I was like dang that's yeah. really good I like I'm gonna write that down no it's so I was like <laughs> I don't even think I, I don't remember who said it I don't remember the rest of the sermon nothing but I was like dang that's really good but and like it just keeps coming up again and it's like just like dealing with the issues and stuff like it doesn't I don't know like you again are going to follow you so when it goes to like reinventing yourself like you are the only one who's in control of that yeah so if you're in a situation where you're like insecure because you might have to change or like someone is finally close enough to you to like see these things like especially if it's just like a loving friend I think that it's just like so important to actually like deal with your issues but when he was telling me that story I was like dang because essentially he he ended up being like trying to break up with her and then she was like okay that's fine like we can break up but like I'm not going back to you and these problems are just gonna follow you in your next relationship yeah. so like good luck yeah girl. and then he was like I'm gonna marry her <laughs> <laughs> so it just really just really took a turn but I was like I'm probably gonna remember that story for the rest of my life yeah. because that was so just so good well and I think people get afraid to work on the things that maybe they feel a little bit jacked up about because they feel like they have to solve them in the same freaking hour. Like, and again, it really, I've been really thinking about, and this isn't a new concept. I've just been thinking about this instant gratification, this, I can facetune my picture and it's all good. I don't need to go to the gym. Like, (laughs) not literally, but maybe, Um, (laughs) but I think that people are afraid to deal with what they need to deal with because it's commitment it's long term and then and then you're like accountable to somebody yeah like the moment you're like i'm you look at someone in the eye and you tell them i'm going to start working on this then you have to produce a result within you feel like you have to produce a result tomorrow yeah because that's what we're used to um but all that is is just saying like hey you know what like i've had i've i've had a lot of like bitterness in my heart or i've had things I I really need to work on this will you just like can you just be there to listen to me and maybe help me come up with some tools I think people are kind of afraid of that yeah no for sure I think also it's so important to recognize that change doesn't happen overnight no like it's a process yes and I'm such an overnight person I'm like well they said they were gonna do this and it's Tuesday and that was Friday and it hasn't happened yet so (laughs) like it's so like that's such something that like I have to work on But speaking of things I have to work on, besides a billion things, when you were talking about, like, how we just live in such, like, instantaneous world, especially with social media, especially Mm -hmm. when you see 18-year-olds on social media who, like, like, are driving Lamborghinis and, like, crazy things, that has created, that's awesome for them, one, but it's also created such a, like, a culture that just like isn't realistic or really just isn't for you and I think so often like I had a conversation with a friend yesterday they were just talking about like oh I should have this and I should have that and like I should do this and blah 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 and I was like okay like slow down like that it doesn't have to be right this second and I think so often you miss the actual point like if you were given that right this second you first off what are you looking forward to yeah that's like what you want to do long term second off like the season that you're in and whatever you're in you need to be learning these things you're here for a reason because I guarantee that these things are going to be applied to that right and last week we had uh another teaching and it was just talking about like the concept of like moments just being stolen from you and how like just stay in the moment because you it's not wrong to like have desires and dreams and everything that's amazing you should have those but 
if you are so focused on that and you're not focused on the moment that you're in, you can, like, miss your miracle. Yeah. And I'm like, that is so me because I'm such a person. I'm like, okay, like, well, let me think about this. Like, if I stay in this friendship, I don't know what it's going to, like, go into in five years. Like, I don't know this. Or if I stay in this, I have no idea what it's going to do in five years. And more often than not, I'll, like, cop out of it and mm-hmm. be like, oh, no, like, I don't want to risk it. But it's like, if you would just, like, stay in that, you have yeah. no idea what's going to result out of that. Also, nine times out of ten, the way you think things are going to happen, I would honestly say like 99% of the time, the way you think things are going to happen is not actually how they're going to happen. No. So just like staying in the moment, like that's my biggest thing right now. I'm like, I am so bad at that. Like I'm such a like, if this happens then this will happen and that will happen or like it's just, it's bad. It is not, not good. Not a good look, you know? Yeah, but <laughs> you got to, I think you got to be a little nicer to yourself yeah. in terms of like you know have grace of like okay this is what i need to work on and this is what i'm going to commit to work on so what does it look like for you like i think you have to um in terms of reinventing i guess you have to be more than bad at it you have to say this is something an area i need to work on and here's how i'm gonna do it yeah i'm gonna be more in the moment but you have to know why like i think i love that chad says this he says people will give their life to a why yeah why do you do what you do why do you want to be more in the moment well i need to be more in the moment because the dream that god has ultimately put in my heart i need the moments to learn from so that i don't have to try to figure it out when i get there the the scariest thing is being in a moment that's too big for you yeah so you desired all of this stuff and then you get there but you were so busy desiring it that you didn't have the building blocks to own it when you get there so then you get there and you're a shell of who you should be and you're insecure and you're grasping on to other people's identities in that world and um you know i just think like i want to be a whole person wherever i'm at and even if where i'm at is in it feels small in terms of what's in my heart at least i'm a whole person working towards where i feel like god has really called me to be yeah that's really good also i think it's amazing that you always say i was talking to one of my friends yesterday i feel like you're that person for your friends and that's awesome thank you well actually it's normally like one of it's normally dom honestly (laughs) (laughs) and normally she brings it up best person ever okay let's talk dom to go through my closet and tell me what to wear she'll do it she will she will do (laughs) it literally okay so let's talk about finding yourself like in a role that maybe you didn't plan to find yourself oh yeah just give a little bit of background with what you do and like how you got there yeah so i lead the creative teams at zoe some of them uh aaron eisman also leads some and he's a boss i love working with aaron design and film marketing social media things that i'm like not qualified to be doing and i met chad and julia it it would be 10 going on 10 years uh when i was 19 so that you know how old i am now and um i was just like this girl from la who ended up at an easter service and i was like this is awesome and i gave my life to God and well I didn't think it was awesome at the time but I gave my I gave my life to God and I was an intern and I remember telling Julia like I will clean the restrooms for the rest of my God-given life because (laughs) I believe so much in like what I've given my life to and um, I'm not creative by 
like I feel like my mind is creative. Like I can see things and I know how I want them to look and I I can make things flow. Um, but like the biggest, like funniest thing to me about my job is like my husband is actually a creative. Like he designs and he's into fashion and he is a creative genius. Um, and he actually makes things like <laughs> he like painted paintings for Mila's nursery. And I was like, can I just buy that on Amazon? Like I don't, make, <laughs> I don't craft. I don't like, I don't do those things um, because it's, I'm not naturally good at them. Um, and so I, one, I never thought I would be in a church ever. It took a lot of life happening to me and a lot of really amazing moments met with God uh, where I feel like this is what I want to give my life to because it has changed my entire life. Um, And two, I never thought I would be in a space leading creatives that I feel like are just phenomenal. So with that being said, when you're in a space that feels like I feel a little bit underqualified, I also feel like, okay, this is a door that was open to me. I'm going to step right into it and I feel secure and I'm going to learn what I don't know and I'm going to go for it. I'm going to be a bulldog about it um, because if you're giving an opportunity and you acquiesce or you bow back because of your insecurity, like why did the door open, you know? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, this is definitely, I never thought I would be in church um, or in creative. I actually wanted to be a radio VJ. So I'm I'm living my dream right now. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, I swear. And also this also makes me this dates me. I wanted to be Carson Daly on TRL like so bad, I don't even which know I who guess that is. yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> it would be like today it would be like E News, I guess. Jason Kennedy? Yeah. Like that kind of thing. Oh my gosh, I wanted to be I wanted to be a radio host 106 in Park. Actually, mm-hmm. I guess it'd be Q1047 Power 106. I know none of these. Oh, my God. No, I don't well, listen don't. to radio. Yeah, because here. you don't need the radio anymore, but I do. <laughs> do you really listen to radio? No, I don't, actually, in my car. I can't tell if you're lying or not. I don't, I swear. <laughs> Should I? What if, well, I, like, growing up, it was like, gosh, I sound so old. But driving, you know how you have the buttons, like, one, two, three, or five, and yeah. it's, like, your radio stations. Well, it would be, like, someone making, like, a popping Spotify playlist. Like, if you had the popping radio stations oh, okay, in yeah. your car and you had to have them in the right order, like, you got to go, like, Q1047, Power 106, Star 98.7, and then it was, like, the country ones at the end. <laughs> <laughs> at the end, and, like, you didn't click them. It was, like, if my, like, mom was in the car, you know? Yeah, when they had to be, like, appropriate. Yeah. You, yeah. hit the, you hit the country stations. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. How do you stay, like, confident in those times, though? Like, when you feel, like, insecure, you feel like you know you're supposed to be there, but you don't feel maybe qualified? Mm-hmm. Like, how how do you... Like, how would you tell someone else to stay confident? That's a great question. Um, I think vision helps you. Yeah, I think you have to be really honest with how you feel. So when I first started, I was like, I'm not sure that I have anything to offer, but I think that had to do with perspective. Again, it goes back to like, your feelings are real, but they're not always true. So I felt like I wasn't creative enough to lead masterful creatives. I felt like I wasn't maybe organized enough to make a content calendar. And it's like, okay, well, get out of your feelings and put some action to what you feel like you can't do. So learn. 
Yeah. Um, and so I think that if you're in a space where you're not feeling as confident, you have to identify the areas that you're not confident in and then go crush them. <laughs> yeah. You know? I think... Like, who's to say you can't do it? Very true. Something that you're really good at is empowering people. Like, also side note zoe i realize if you're listening and like you don't know what zoe is like, oh yeah the church Context. it's yeah <laughs> no but like as far as creative goes it's i don't know i mean yeah i'm biased this is like my entire life but like there's not a more creative church like i mean i guess whatever but like i think that we're like it's just such a creative church and if you yeah. see the like videos and like i don't want to say like branding but like just like the marketing yeah. everything on it like branding whatever it yeah. is merch all of it it is so cool and creative and you're just really good at it. Also, you're really good at empowering people to, like, do things. Like, there's Thanks. been things where she's like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I don't know. Because I know that I'm creative. Yeah. But, like, I don't know Photoshop. Yeah. Like, so I'm, like, on the same thing. I'm like, I know what I want to see. And yeah. I, like, know what would be a good idea. But it's like, I don't know how to use Photoshop. Yeah. I don't know how to, like, I don't know. There's just, like, so many, like, you, like, make room for people. Well, so. I think, like, the only way you get... I mean, I learned that from Chad and Julia. Yeah. Like, they have made room for me since I was 19 in any area. I mean, I've made so many mistakes. That's because I have room to fail. Like, and I think the reason why we see such amazing creative things come out of Zoe is because you just, you keep making room for people and letting them have a go and people feel believed in. And that comes from honestly being secure like you can't yeah. make room for people if you're not secure yeah it's very true what do you think is the best piece of leadership advice you could give that might be that's a loaded oh. question can be any it can be multiple a gentle response will take you very far yeah uh so i say that because i am latina i'm a hothead and uh, things like, you know, if you've ever been in a nice restaurant, that kitchen is on fire. Like people are cussing each other out. Someone made the wrong order. Someone delivered something wrong. And then and then they come out to you and they're like, here you are, mademoiselle. You know, and you're like, this is so great. What a great experience. But you have no idea what it took to get there. And I say all that to say, like, I think as a leader, you're that means you're leading people. And um when you're angry or frustrated, you have to take a second and think about your response to someone because it can um, it can add momentum or it can destroy momentum. And your goal as a leader is to always push momentum forward. And so your words create worlds for people. And so they're going to live in a world with you where they know they can come to you and say, oh, I... I know that you asked me to do this and this is something that we were working on, but I just, this is where I'm at. And then we can fix it and move forward or you're going to create like a fear-based leadership and you, and then mm -hmm. no one can grow. Um, so I think a gentle response. I think personally, personal leadership advice is character over talent will take you anywhere. Yeah. Um, your talent can get you through any door but your character will sustain you and you're you can get away with living off your talents but then you'll just be a, a shell yeah and it will destroy you in the end um if you're not careful because you then you're easily influenced yeah 
you know? I think, yeah, when it comes to character, too, I think character's also kind of what, in like, just in, like, a business standpoint, too, like, what kind of, like, gives you almost authority. Like, people will, like, when you're, like, in those doors that you're staying there, like, they, like, trust you and yeah. they'll listen to you and they, like, care about your advice. Especially, like, just... It's kind of what goes, like, short-term to long-term because you can get the jobs or you can, like, book whatever you want to book with your talent, but if they, if it's, like, if you don't have good character and they can tell that and, like, there are issues from that, like, you're not going to get hired again or you're not going to be, like, taken on as, like, a long-term thing or people aren't going to want to work with you long-term. Like, so much more is about relationship than people realize and that comes from character. Well, yeah, and with that, I think the last thing is um, it's all in your name. Your name matters and this is not the same as your brand your name means everything so when i say your name who you are what comes to mind kindness gracious oh my gosh they're so generous oh my god like people often start listing off your character when they say your name um and then they list off what else you can do but Mm -hmm. you know if you've ever been in a conversation like oh have you met so and so oh my gosh they are the nicest person I've ever met. Or, oh my gosh, they're the most generous person I've ever met. Like, your name um, really matters. And I think a lot of that is how do you treat people that can't do anything for you? Mm-hmm. And are you the same person here as you are behind a closed door? And a lot of that you have to work out for yourself if you're not. The other day, someone asked me on Instagram they're like how do you balance your and this could be applied to anything it doesn't have to be church but they were like how do you balance like your church self with your like normal life self (laughs) and I was like that's such a weird question to ask it's so much of it has to do with like like misconceptions on everything like people being hurt by the church or just whatever it is or hurt by people in general but I was like that's such a crazy like I don't know, that's such a crazy, like, a crazy question, and I'm, like, I don't, one, I don't feel like I'm in a church that I would ever even, even if I was, like, doing other things that I would feel like I would need to hide it from, so I'm sure that's a big part of it, but also, I'm, like, I don't want to be a different person. It doesn't matter if it's, like, my, like, podcast self, my YouTube Mm -hmm. self, my, like, at-home self, my Texas self. I'm, like, like, I want to be the exact same person in, like, every single thing that I do. Like, forever ago, when I was making more, like, lifestyle-y, like, 12-year-old videos, I was, like, it's not that I'm not being myself. To to an extent, it was, but more so, it was, like, I'm not actually, like, sharing. I got, it was more so, like, I'm not sharing my life, so therefore, I'm not really sharing myself that well. But, like, the number one thing I get at meetups is people are, like, it's literally, like, you were the exact same person. And I'm, mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, because, like, I don't want to be, like, a false, like, version. I don't know. It's, like, this weird thing, but that question's like made me think like very hard because I was like I don't I mean majority like more majority of my life is like church related stuff anyways and like my social actually I don't know there's a lot outside of it but I'm like I'm still the like exact same yeah person you know I think that one I think that that question gets asked a lot because God an experience with God can be confused as an event instead of a lifestyle of like having a relationship with God. So like, it would be the same as saying like, what's the difference between married Erica and Erica at work? Like I'm the same Erica. I'm in a, I'm in a relationship with my husband when I'm at work too. Like it's the same thing. So I think that church can be viewed as like an event and community is, is, not 
um, understood all the way. And Mm -hmm. so, like, I think the reason why you can be who you are all the time is like, well, because you have a a community like that's that knows you. And then I also think like it's okay if there's a highlighted part of who you are when you go home to Texas. It's like, um, you know, when like sunlight shines on a certain part of the room, that part of the room looks really cool. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden it's like it takes over and it overshadows the rest of the room or whatever. Yeah, It's the same thing as like when Kenzie goes home to Texas, a little bit of more of your Texas is going to come out because that's who you are. It's a part of your life experience, um, but it doesn't change your the core of your character. Yeah. So... I, does that make sense? Like, I yeah. feel like, yeah, of course you're the same everywhere you go. But, uh, you know, some people might bring out things in yeah. you. That's what I was about to say. Different people bring out different yeah. things about you. Yes. Yeah. Good or bad. Good or <laughs> but, bad. Yeah. Which is so true. Yeah. That's the thing. You are who you hang with. Yeah. You were. Oh, my gosh. I was also talking to a friend about that today. <laughs> I feel like that's like my number one thing I say in podcasts. But, um, yeah, I was just talking about this the other day. But it's so crazy i feel like i can change so much but when the people that i change the least around or more so i'll change a ton and then i'll go back to like being around my family and i feel like i resort back Mm -hmm. more specifically my sister like i love my sister to death she's like my bff for life but like she like i will has nothing to do with her like she'll do something that will make me mad and i'll like resort back to my old ways it's so weird how i'm like when i'm here like in la especially like in zoe like i'm con- i feel like i am constantly growing and i'm constantly learning but it's so weird i'll just like go back to like old ways so quickly mm-hmm. i'm like i just I, I don't know why i do that just i really hate familiarity. that it's horrible it's, it's just familiar you know that you there's a the that relationship's not going anywhere. Yeah. So then you tend to take care of it less. Yeah. It's it's marriage 101. That's a whole different topic. <sighs> Go there later. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is something that you feel like you're learning right now? Hmm. Um, I'm learning a lot right now. I am really learning, living beyond forgiveness. So I w- just went through this experience where I forgave someone. And, you know, we talk about forgiveness a lot. It's powerful. We've been forgiven. We believe that. And it's really powerful. But what do you do after having this conversation where you're like, okay, I forgive you? Yeah. Um, what do you do after that? <laughs> like, okay, now you have to, like, move on. And I'm really learning how to move on and grow. Um in a space where I've forgiven someone and they've forgiven me. And what does that look like to rebuild with somebody, a friendship or a relationship or whatever. And I'm learning in, I'm learning in that and out of that grace for people and myself, but also like consistency. Um, I'm going to do what I said I'm going to do and I'm going to see it all the way through. I love what you said about consistency. That's hard. That's no, that's so hard. I'll like make a decision and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna stick to this decision and I've made this decision so I can only control what I'm gonna do. Yeah. And if someone else does something, it doesn't matter. I've already made my decision. I'm gonna stick to it. Like if they do something bad that would make me like change. And yeah, no, that's something that I'm like, okay, that's really good. I think another thing 
that I'm really wanting to learn is how to be like fully present in life. Like, and that's very broad. But I think sometimes you get really good at your career. Like I I'm I say this all the time to my husband. I'm like, my work self has it going on. I'm organized and I'm a go-getter. And I'm like, and then I get home and you like couldn't pay me enough money to do that load of laundry that's been there for four days. Like you literally couldn't pay me enough money. <laughs> and then my husband in his head is probably like, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and so I think I'm, I'm, I went on vacation and like vacations either like make you more tired or you come back like wanting to dominate the world. And so I came back and I was like, I just don't want my life to keep happening to me. I want to like own it. And so I think I'm learning to like, for lack of a better term, own the moment. Shout out to Carl Lentz. That's a great book, by the way. That is a really good book. Have you read book. it? Yeah. Yeah, it's phenomenal. No, I think I pre-ordered that. Like I, think I did I, too. No, you know what? I remember I pre-ordered it and it got delivered and I read it that day. I did. Yeah. I did. I did too. I remember that now. I think it was right around Hillside. I couldn't put too. it down. No, it was so good. Yeah. So if you need a book to read, Own the Moment, own Carl the moment. Lentz. Yeah. Own the Moment. I feel that actually exactly every single thing that you're saying. I'm like, yeah, that's me too. But it's because it is like the it it actually is like house stuff like things around my house I'm like I don't want to like I need to take care of that but like I don't want to do that yeah but I'm like oh like my grades fine like work I'm like three weeks ahead yeah it's fine but as soon as I'm there I'm like I was reading this article it was a long time ago but Steph Shep did an article and I forget like who interviewed her but it was when she was um an assistant and they were like asking her all these questions I mean this girl's a boss like she's She's doing it. And um, the, her biggest thing was, like, just don't procrastinate. Like, just do what you need to do right now. And I was like, dang, okay. Yeah. yeah noted. Or, or, like, things that will take five minutes. Just do yeah, them. Just do don't it. let all I, those add up. So from vacation, I started this new rule that I do a five-minute cleanup before the before I end my night. So ending your night could be, like, wash your face, get on the couch, watch a show or ending your night could be like going to bed but whatever it is i set a five minute timer and i pick up my apartment that's smart i do that with my room in my office but the rest of my house i'm like oh whatever about like i hate waking up to clutter i'll go crazy yeah i'm so affected by my environment if it's not like organized by my environment though i mostly mean like the two rooms that i control in my house yes even, like, outside of it, I'm affected by it, but, like, I've had to learn and live with other people. Like, I can't control yeah. that as yeah, much, but I'm so affected by it. Okay, I my last my last question. So, I'm currently reading this book called Boundaries. Yes. It's really good. Sarah Potter actually recommended it to me. She said, you need to read this. She's the best person ever. Yes. Um, but it was just talking about, I don't know, obviously, it's talking about boundaries and, like, something that I really value is yes and like we have a very like yes culture but when do you know like when like how would you like set boundaries being a person who likes to say yes and also being in a culture that like really values saying yes like how do you set boundaries and how do you know when like when you should say yes essentially Mm -hmm. versus when you shouldn't yeah I think your yes has to be meaningful and so does your no but it's how you say yes and no so when you hear in our environment and our world like yes yes is a good thing you know all of that um i think it's yes with the right spirit and the right attitude because if you're saying yes because you don't have a backbone or because um 
you feel like you have to, what you're going to produce is going to reflect poorly off of you and not benefit anyone. Um, So I think that's one part. I think the second part is if you find yourself not being able to say no, and you're like, I just like always say yes to all of these things, you have to examine, um, are you saying yes to fulfill a need to be needed? So this goes back to like making room for more people. Um, I think we can get addicted to feeling needed because it makes us feel important and valued and seen and heard. People want to be known and needed. So if you keep saying yes to things, people are going to need more things from you because you keep saying yes to things. And then you find yourself down this rabbit hole of like, why did I say yes to that? And then it's like, oh, because I like to feel needed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I think that it's all in how you say yes and no to things and how you value your own time. If you can't quantify your time, you're going to have a really hard time justifying a yes or a no. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's kind of how I've navigated. And I, I am a problem solver by nature. I like really value people who can kind of see a problem and really fix it. Like I really, really value that. And um, so sometimes if I want to help, like I'm just down, um, but I can't, I'll be like, oh, let me help you connect with somebody else. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I just think it's case by case, but also really examining like, well, why are you saying yes? Is it for you? Is it for them? Is it going to benefit the whole? Um, or does it just make you feel good to yeah. be the, the go-to? That's really good. I never really even thought about saying yes in a like needed way. I feel like I would just say yes because I'm like, oh, I want... Well, I feel like more so I would just like overextend myself. I've never really thought of it like that. Yeah. Dang, that's really good. Wow. I don't know why I I'm learned, like shocked. I learned that the hard way. <laughs> okay yeah, well totally. thank you so much for being on no thank you i love this, this episode so i love you you're the best person ever, i love seriously. you thank you i hope you guys took notes oh i God. really want to do one day like a group leadership q a where yeah. it's like we oh, like get more people so in great. here nate wants to do it already so there we go i'm in that's perfect <laughs> all right thanks so much for coming on Bye-bye. love you bye All right, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you guys did, let us know by leaving a review or commenting on my Instagram or joining our secret Facebook page, which you guys should definitely do. Everything will always be in the description down below. Anyways, I love you guys so much. I hope you guys enjoyed and I will talk to you guys next week.